From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, hey, hey. Wake up, everybody. It's a little after 7 in the a.m. this Saturday morning. We're glad you're with us this morning. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And on the boards is Nick Bodie. We're just going to call him Bodie from now on. He, I guess he goes with that. Anyway, uh, you know, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We do this live. It is the crazy train, so you never know what might come out of our mouths. And we got an email earlier, by the way. I mean, while during this uh, sports update, we got an email that a, f- a group of sheep is called a flock. Yeah, I was going to. Danny, s- you were right. I was going to say that, and I stopped yeah. myself because I thought. Yeah, I, I think I was thinking of a Bible verse: "The shepherds were tending their flocks Flock. by yeah. night." Yeah, yeah, when you're the right. angel, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. you know, I'm always right, except when I doubt myself and stop. <laughs> anyway, folks, seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. We gotta. You hear that? Nick, uh, I'm Bodie. A little. I do. I just went out in the hall. Yeah, I yeah. Had a little. Yeah, a little. Well, hissing, let's just uh, let's, a let's, sound. let's not bring all of our technical difficulties yeah. right out there for hey. everybody, Tom. Yeah, like, we, we just continue on as if everything's okay. Yeah, we'll fi- Nick will figure it out. Anyway, we got an email here. This is from Jack. He says, "Good morning, gentlemen." I think he uses that word loosely, and a happy Merry Christmas early. Going fishing on the Wisconsin River up near Richland Center next weekend any tips on what to use or bait we should or should we just cast we feed fish kind of in a back slough where the current isn't as rough your thoughts thanks well it depends jack on what you're going for well i'm guessing it's walleye i'm, Tom. I'm guessing it's walleye yeah. although they can catch crappies back there too yeah, in those sloughs. Crappie. so yeah. i'm guessing jig and minnow uh yep. wolf river rig uh Chuck that out there. I mean, I think live bait this time of year. Definitely a minnow. Yeah, uh, and actually a little bit larger one. Shiner or chub, Tom? I would. I'd like the three, four inch chubs actually. Yeah. Personally, but uh, you know, shiners if that's all you can get, or if all you can get are large fat heads, you know, whatever. But uh, how about? I had a friend of mine used to always talk about the red tailed chub. Yeah, red tailed chub. Can you yeah. buy the red tailed chubs in, the, or some, are they just the regular? Pl- no, some places black have chubs. Aren't there black chubs the black and red chubs, tail? red tail chubs? I don't yep. think I've ever seen red tail chubs in a bait shop. Yeah, they're, yeah you see them up north to, a lot. A friend of mine used to go and catch them in a creek back yeah. when that was legal, VHS days. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to lighten up on that VHS regulation, by the way. But I'll tell you, if you're fishing in the backwater sloughs and there's not a lot of current, instead of using just a jig and a minnow because you don't know what's on the bottom there, you might get hung up a lot. If you use a slip bobber, you know, and uh, just a regular hook with a minnow, and use a slip bobber, know what depth you've got to fish at, you know, that might be the ticket. But in those backwater sloughs this time of year, you should be able to find crawly, cra- uh, crappies off the main river channels. Right. And they're, they're, if you've got any downed trees and the brush along the shoreline, fish real close to that, you know, and you should be able to pick up some crappies too. Just a minnow for those then. Yeah, too. just a, or a mini mite. Mini mite. Actually, yeah, a mini mite will work this time of year too, yeah. 
I'd even put a minnow on it too, but just the mini mite would probably work. So, but other than that, yeah, I would use the live bait. Yeah, the minnows definitely slip bobber probably. If you don't have a lot of current, you can do that. You right. Know? And uh, so it sounds like that's what they have. <laughs> have there. you heard of anybody doing any ice fishing, Tom? Oh no, not yet, not yet. Uh, I I haven't heard. Oh, you got me. I haven't heard of that yet. I think it's for that. But anyway, um, no, up north, yes, up in northern Wisconsin, definitely. They're I doing, wonder if we'll get a call from our Boulder Junction connection. Yeah, he called. Uh, were you here when he called? Last or maybe I was that here was here last week. No, he didn't call last week. I think it was. Did he week- call during deer season? I think it was. And opening uh, weekend. Uh, I think it was. Just, yeah, it was when you were gone. Yeah, he called. And but they've been ice fishing for a while up there. They got plenty of How ice. About down here. I haven't heard of it. No, the ice is too too thin. Even when the lakes, like the east end of Pewaukee, when that froze over, that that was just that wasn't you know what an inch of ice maybe or whatever it was. I don't know, but. No, not you know, yet, I, especially thing, with this nice weather right now. One thing I am looking forward to, though, is setting tip-ups right outside my place again this year. I caught that 35-inch yeah. northern and won the tournament awesome. last year. So I'm, I'm getting ready. Yeah, and it just goes to show, you know, those, those nice fish can show up anywhere, you know, on, on, like on Pewaukee well, Lake or any lake. They can show up a lot of different areas. Now, I did try a little bit with the lighted tip-ups, um, to try and for some walleyes one or two nights last year, but that would last till about eight o'clock, and then I'd be like, ah, screw this, and I'd go out in the dark and pick up the tip-ups. But if a guy sits in the right spots, there's got to be some nice walleyes to be caught out there this On year. Pewaukee On Pewaukee Lake, oh, yeah, for sure. Got to start Definitely. being some. <laughs> Definitely, you know, if there was a place that you could get on Oconomowoc Lake. You know, I'll bet you if you fish there at night oh, on some you, of those deep oh. drops and just waited them out. Just I don't like think you'd even trap have, line. I don't think you'd even have to go at night. I mean, there are certain areas that. Uh, well, isn't you, there any place where you can just park and walk out there? There's, there's, a, there used to be a spot where a couple of cars could park on the far west end. I think it was, but to get to the good spots for the walleyes, it's uh, man, it's a hike and a half. Now, if a guy had a helicopter like you, you know, if you. <laughs> Like the one you have up at your compound? <laughs> Don't you have one up there? <laughs> no, we sold the chopper. Wouldn't that be neat if you have a, had a little helicopter? You could just land on different lakes, you know, and ice fish there and then just take off, go to another lake. But, uh, no, Conomowoc doesn't have anything decent there, you know, to you know be able to go out on it. But uh, Pewaukee Lake, with all the walleyes in that lake and a lot of legal ones that are going to be this coming summer, but there's a lot of legal ones now. Yeah, that's- Here's the problem with Pewaukee, though. Is you do have some, they've been doing this, this has been going on for years, where you'll get guys who are out there 24-7, you know, for like two months they're out there and never leave the ice. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, not working during the winter or whatever, and you'll have guys, and and I think sometimes there's some big walleyes that are caught and not released. And that we never know about. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're not necessarily guys that are members of the Pewaukee Walleyes for tomorrow, which they all should be. If you're Mm -hmm. using the resource, I Mm -hmm. think you should, don't be cheap. Spend your 25, 35 bucks and Mm -hmm. be a member because they've done a lot. Just like I'm a member of Muskie's Inc. I have been for 20 years and I pay my fees. Muskie's Inc. does a lot. Milwaukee chapter for Pewaukee Muskies, which I utilize that resource. Mm -hmm. Do I go to the meetings? No, because I'm just always so busy and stuff. But you should support, you know. Mm -hmm. You really should support a lot of these organizations. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I joined pheasants forever now. Do I go out did pheasant you? hunting? Well. Well, you did that one year. Yeah, I did, up at the farm there yeah. in Sparta. But see, yes, I got the nice magazine here. Yeah. Actually, I hate to be honest with you, Tom. <laughs> I want to know why I joined the pheasants forever when I got the notice in the mail. Why? You get a free knife with the subscription. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys call me cheap. <laughs> and now, Tom, for $47, I can get a free Pheasants Forever fleece if I donate oh, 47 Okay. I'll be sending that in today. Oh. I want my Pheasants Forever fleece. <laughs> now, is that an orange fleece or a black fleece? or? No, it's not orange. It's, uh, you know, it's something I can wear to fancy restaurants oh, and stuff okay. like that, Tom. <laughs> to a fancy like restaurant. When like when I'm a high roller. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I've got... I figured all I needed for pheasant hunting was I had a I got an orange uh, cutting edge outdoors orange hat, I got an orange vest, and uh, good to go. Well, you haven't pheasant hunted. I haven't gone in a while. Yeah. How about have you ever gone to uh, South Dakota pheasant no. hunting? No, I haven't. No. Because that is on my bucket list. Yeah. yeah. I found a place online, and uh, I think for like twelve ninety five you can get. What is it, uh, three days and four nights stay with mm-hmm. all the food and everything? Or maybe it's, it's at least two to three days of hunting you get in, yeah. and they got everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not too far from Minnesota, so if you drive to Minneapolis from here isn't bad. And then if you go west to there, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you got it. From everybody that I've talked to, you know, who has gone there for the pheasant yep. hunting, just say it's incredible. And you know what they got going right now? I checked several of these places online. They got combination archery deer and pheasant hunting. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and some of the places actually have blinds for the deer and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be pretty cool to take a, a venture out there. I was thinking about during my Christmas break this year mm-hmm. of just taking a couple of days, but... There's one place that they'll pick you up at an airport, but, you know, I checked flight, you know, $700 you're yeah. going to spend to fly from here to there. You're better off driving. If you could get a couple guys and drive together, mm-hmm. yeah. It's probably uh, one of those planes, too, that's, uh, we, we, we used to call them puddle jumpers. They, cert, they seat maybe, uh, I don't know, no more than 20 people, you know, 15 to 20, something like that. They're smaller. For the big airline, tw- you mean? No, no, no. These are smaller ones. They ju- they go to the smaller airports, you know, and uh, like out in South Dakota, you know, they'll probably go to a small airport that's in a local area that they'll pick you up from, but you got to take one of these puddle jumpers. Maybe a puddle jumper from Minneapolis? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to yeah. that yeah, small to that. town. Yeah, right. Puddle exactly. Jumper. Yeah. Well, we did uh, that when we, we took a puddle jumper when we went up to uh, Lake Tobin years did you? ago. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Gordy mm-hmm. and... Uh, Tommy Wilson and uh, his uh, his father. Yeah, how many how many seats was that one? I don't don't really recall. Uh, yeah, all I know is John Lunge Lehman wasn't yeah. there, and he was supposed to be there with us. <laughs> God dang it! So uh, you got something for us there, Nick? We got a pal calling you from Smokies. Oh, good! It's a technician. It's a technician. A representative. Yeah, who's this? This is Ron. Oh, Ron! Hi, Ron. This is Ron. This is Ron Heidenreich, our advertising How? manager. How are you, Ron? Yeah, upright, upright and breathing. Yeah, right. and and you're op- you're going to be open today and tomorrow. We talked about that a little earlier. Great deals. 
I'm out here right now. I'll be here till uh, hopefully until two. If uh, you know there's weather coming, we hope to be here till two. Yeah, got uh, everything on sale. Everything's on sale except Shimano and uh, Saint Croix. You were sending lots of people down yet, Tom. They're bringing you Christmas cookies and everything. Oh God, I hope so. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice, eh? Hey, yep. Tom, I got yeah. I got to break some news to you. You're no longer the tiebreaker. It's Miracle Whip all day long. Nah, <laughs> I know you'd get that at. Yeah, yep. you're you're a Miracle Whip guy. I'm a mayonnaise guy. Yeah, mayonnaise is just like mush. I don't know. It's just like oh no. Okay, I think it's all the it, same thing to me. No, it's fine. Whatever my hand hits Here, on the I'll shelf tell you quicker. What, mayonnaise was on top of Mount Olympus. It was one of the foods of the gods. So. <laughs> hey, and you you want to know what I think is kind of a myth? This whole thing about mayonnaise poisoning. I yep. never heard about that. Well, yeah, people used to talk like if you had this sandwich with mayonnaise and you didn't have it in a cooler in the summer, that like you were going to eat it four hours later and die. No, nah, nah, nah. no, I you can put it in it. the oven. I had it. You cook it. Back when I worked road construction <laughs> years ago, I'd have a hot mayonnaise sandwich sitting on a hot <laughs> machine all day long. I never died. No. Well, Ron, uh, all right, uh, that was your vote. I knew that was hey, coming. Hey, Ron, and I, I got the exciting new news here that uh, you've been up there. Temple Bay Lodge is now going to have ice fishing going on. They're not closed during the winter up there. Correct. They, they just built a, literally a $1 million lodge. Wow. And gonna, it's due to be completed in early January, and uh, they want to be open for ice fishing, and they're also... This will keep them open in the late fall for walleyes, uh, smallmouth, and muskies in the, in the late fall period. Yeah. Well, so, you and I will have to maybe do an ice fishing trip up there sometime then. Well, we'll see what kind of a, what, how we can hook up up there. See what we can do up there. Because, Danny wants uh, to know what kind of deal he can get. Right. Well, I know. <laughs> Listen, Ron's oh, middle name is Deal. Ron <laughs> Deal Heidenreich. Yeah, that, that's uh, only, only after Tom Newballer III. Uh, deal, deal, <laughs> deal, deal, deal. It's okay. a really good deal, Ron. All right. That's right. All right, we'll see you guys. All Take right, care. we're going to go to a break. See you, Ron. Bye now. I had a roommate from India in college, and that's what he'd say. It's a really good deal, Ron. <laughs> okay. All right, folks, uh, we have to uh, go to a break. But coming up, we need you to be a contestant in the NFL football picking contest. Just give us a call at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. The NFL football picking contest is brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. Curly's Waterfront Pub is the place where you can meet and laugh and eat and drink and just enjoy life with all those TVs during the Packer games. All the amenities, Tom. All the stuff, yeah, and you fries betcha. cut perfectly one perfectly, size. Yeah. They, they make a, a micrometer. They make them one at a They're time. scientifically engineered. <laughs> and haystack onion rings. Oh, yeah, that's always and good. Cowboy uh, Miller Lights. There you go. Light, by the way. Oh, all that good stuff out there. All right, we got pe- phones lighting up to play the... NFL football picking contest. We'll be right back with more, folks, so stay tuned. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer, and on the boards is Nick Bodie. We are at 12.50 a.m. and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, I thought we were playing the NFL music, <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. We rented a truck. We got on the bus. Headed to Lambeau. I hope it's not a bus. I hope it's not a snow. <laughs> Hi, good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah, it is morning. That's true. Hey, okay, it's now time for the NFL football picking contest. Dun, we have dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we have Kurt on the line. Good morning, Kurt. 
Good morning. Yeah. Okay. This uh, you're gonna you're gonna win a ten dollar gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. All How do you, you gotta, know he's gotta beat us? They, you know, all he's gotta do is tie or beat us, and I think you can do that. Okay. Four and all. All right. We'll give it a shot. All righty. Nick. What do you got first? All right, gentlemen. First up, we have the Vikings in New England to take on those Patriots. Patriots are five and a half point favorites. Who do you like? Who do you like, Kurt? Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots, too. What about you, Danny? I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. And Drew Brees got crushed. So is uh, <laughs> Brady going to get crushed. This is the time of your defense kicks in. I'll take the Pats. I like Brady. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, up next we have Bears in New York to take on the Giants. Chicago, three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants. That's all? Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. That's all? Against- God, Trubisky's not playing. He's injured, guys. It, it don't matter. Yeah, I know what's going they, on. It, it don't matter. Their, their defense is good. I mean, I predict they will have two picks against uh, Eli. Two picks. Anyway, who do you got, Kurt? Giants. You got the Giants, huh? Yep, home team. Home team. All right, I, I'm going to take the Bears. Eli, Eli, he sells socks. Dollar a pair, nickel a box. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with the Chicago. <laughs> take you turn d- that around. Take the Bears as well. The Bears, that's right. All right, so Kurt is the lone wolf taking the Giants in that one. And finally, our Green Bay Packers up, and they should hopefully have an easy win. Fingers crossed here. They're going to be in the mud at Lambeau Field against the Arizona Cardinals. Green Bay, two touchdown favorites in that one, 14 points. What do you like, Kurt? Oh, you got to take the Packers. All right, Danny? Yeah, you got gotta love the Packers, dear. God, Nick, I'd do anything yep. for the Packers. You're taking the Packers? They better win this one. Uh, <laughs> folks, I do not trust the Packers secondary. Every game this year, the Packers defense, their secondary, has made opposing quarterbacks look like all pros. I'm going to take that 14 points in Arizona, and I'm going to make this, believe it or not, Stop my, heart. my lock the of the time. week. I'm taking that this 14 the, points. This is the first time, Nick, that he's ever went against the Packers. What the hell's going on out yeah, there? I, ever. This I, is the first I, time. I hate to do it. I'm, ever... I'm, nor- I'm normally a homer, but the Packers have not Which, shown me anything I this year. I guarantee you, go against Tom, <laughs> and this is the lock of the week. Somewhere Aaron Rodgers is tuning in. He's just warming up that arm, Tom. He's going to throw 10 touchdowns. Yeah, he's going to throw a bullet <laughs> right at right between my Danica eyes. Right now. But, Kurt, what, what, do, you, what do you think over. about the Packers secondary? Well, got, it is uh, pretty weak. Yeah, they got a lot of rookies I, back I like there. our running back, and I, Arizona's really soft line. So. I think what they ought to – They what, are. You know, years ago, somebody actually mailed Terrell Buckley, T-Buck, a piece of burnt toast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's mean. Yeah, Kurt, do you remember what Terrell Buckley's nickname was? The vaccinator. The vaccinator. Yeah, the vaccinator, because he's going to give you a shot. Yeah, he's going to give you yeah. a shot. But you know what? He did good in Miami. Yeah, he it was, was okay. weird. He was okay in Miami, well, but he know, wasn't any good had for they us. called offensive <laughs> pass interference against the Urban and the Cowboys, we would have beat him two more times. Yeah, but no, I'm 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 going to take that 14 points. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Kurt. Okay. Good luck. Bye now. Yeah, their secondary, Packers secondary, like I said, they've made every other opposing quarterback look like all pros. And I I think the Packers will win. you know what, though? Oh, I think they'll win, but I don't think they'll win by more than 14. It's not hard for quarterbacks to look like all pros these days. The way they've changed the rules with the defense and stuff. Yeah, I mean, 
great quarterbacks used to have tough games after they got knocked around a little bit and got the crap beat out of them. And then they'd start throwing early, getting mm-hmm. off their mark, not yep. getting into a rhythm. Nowadays, it's flag football. Yep. These quarterbacks, are, there's going to be a quarterback 10 years from now that'll break all the records again, and it'll be, like, meaningless. You won't be able to compare greatest quarterback ever. No, you cause, can't. Because the eras and conditions and teams against which they play are different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. totally different. And also, look at, too, as years ago, there was 12 games, there was 14 games, and then there's 16 games. And there were less you know? teams, <laughs> so the quality of teams, you know, was, yeah. was, you know, there were dynasty teams that you had to overcome. Now, nowadays, every year is kind of a crapshoot. You know, the teams tend to be all kind of more yeah. even. You know, New England's always going to mm-hmm. be good, and the Packers typically. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like there's the big dog that you got to knock off the horse anymore. Yeah, I know. It, it, well, everybody shoots for New England just because I think they, they've won so many Super Bowls, you know, and they've always been in the hunt every year. I've, I've heard it said, though, that they've benefited from being in a relatively weak division over all these That's years. That's true. Well, and here's another they thing too. They got the too. Jets. I, I I was hearing. I heard this on uh, on the big show. They were talking about uh, Rogers being a little bit greedy in his contract because you take a guy like Drew Brees, okay, and their team is doing very well except for the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is that Drew Brees makes ten million dollars less a year than Aaron Rodgers, but that ten million dollars a year allows them to get better defensive players and offensive players, you know, get some better players on the team. If Rodgers wants to make, you know, more ring, you know, get more rings, more titles, whatever, he needs a supporting cast. And and right now they're secondary. They don't have a supporting cast. They just need more weapons both sides, but they don't have the money for all of that. Do you think, Danny, that if they had an extra $10 million a year that they wouldn't have jumped on Khalil Mack right away? They probably would have got him if, if they weren't paying Aaron $33 million. Now, okay, I mean, that's fine. You, you, you know, in pro sports, you try to get whatever you can get. But sometimes, you know, does it really matter if you're getting $20 million a year or $30 million a year? I mean, it's like it's so much money that does that extra 5 or $10 million really make that big of a difference in your life? And you're getting that every year for the last how many years you're getting all this money? I mean... Does it really make that big a difference? If you want to get more rings or have the opportunity to get more rings, you got the the organization has got to have some extra money to pay other players, you know, and that's what's going to happen. You watch when Mitch Trubisky is out of his rookie contract and they got to pay him big bucks. They're not going to be able to afford some of the bigger bigger players, and that's what happened to Seattle. They had to get rid of some of their guys because they couldn't afford them. You know? Well, I think Brady over the years, I think he's yeah, kind of he taken, taken a cut yep. to keep things rolling. Yep. Yes, he has, and it has worked out well for them. Yeah, so so I, I, I guess it's a juggling act, you know, I don't know, on what you want. Yeah. So Anyway, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow at 12 noon. Not me, boy. I'm going. Yeah, you're going to be up north. I'd rather go hunt. Fish, oh, I got to oh. do something and watch, sit around and watch hey, football the last days. game the Packers well had. With it. The last game they had. Okay, yeah. I th- that this is the first time since last year when Brent Hundley was leading the pack. Okay, I turned off the TV af- after the first series in the fourth quarter when the Packers looked like crap again. You know, I just turned it off and went to bed. I oh, I I don't even I know what's going to happen. I don't even want to watch it because I'm going to feel terrible. I'll I'll get that extra hours worth of sleep instead. 
you know. So, but let's hope Sunday's a different story. I definitely think they'll win, but not by more than fourteen. So, anyway, but that's just that's my thoughts, and that's about it. Hey, we got to go to another break, believe it or not. We got to pay some bills around here, but we just want to remind everybody about that sale at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Go out there, check it out. Tackle Industry Rods, big sale. All the merchandise, except for St. Croix, Shimano, and Live Bait, all on sale, 15% off. Get some of those stocking stuffers if you like. Watch out for the hooks. They got little, you know, sharp ends on them. So that's why they put those little hook keepers on them, you know, that little, what's that? That's that stuff that goes around windows, you know, whatever that's uh, called. But to make sure you don't hook yourself. Oh, Danny, oh, did you know some guy oh, this year bought one of the musky lures, uh, one of the bucktails? And he didn't take off those little things that protect the hooks. He didn't take it off. He realized it after he lost the fish. Yes. I've heard that before. <laughs> yes. It, it happened happens a couple every, of years ago, yeah, too. It happens every now and then. Anyway, folks, we'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Take us down there, JJ. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds. Cutting Edge Outdoors. What you got, Tom? What do I got? I'll tell you what I got. I got a lot. You got a lot. I can tell you this. Temple Bay's Fish and Mission has now added even more for you to enjoy. Temple Bay is now open year-round with the addition of the new $1.5 million Eagle's Nest Lodge to accommodate your group for late fall walleye, bass, muskie, and now ice fishing. Temple Bay has six heated ice houses for your guided or unguided trips, live bait, side-by-side track, UTVs. That'd be all-terrain vehicles, Tom. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Eagle Lake's great fishing. Visit templebay.com for all the details or call 1-800-369-3474. You know, a friend of mine's got one of those UTVs, and it'll fit three people in the three adults in the front, and then it's got like a little pickup bed in the back. Yeah, to put stuff in. It's like a little mini truck almost. You know, it's it's really nice. It's very nice. As a matter of fact, this year, I know I hate to say it, but I am going to do some ice fishing this year, because my friend said he would drive me out to the spot in the UTV and back again, <laughs> and I said okay. I'll go then, because there's no way I could walk all that way. So we'll do that. Yeah. It's a plan. Yeah, and going to have the grandkids, too. So who do you got there? We got Mike in Milwaukee on the line. All right. Hey, good morning, Mike. How you doing this morning? Doing all right. How about you? Good. Is that snow melted from your place? Yep, it is. <laughs> I know. I love grass. it. <laughs> I didn't even have to shovel the front. <laughs> I just let it melt. It's been nice to do that. Yeah. So what's on your mind, Mike? I'm listening to your football picks, and you're saying that Arizona's your lock. Yeah, I think I, you know, I think that's a little bit BS because Aaron Rodgers' birthday is Sunday. <laughs> 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 so that'll make a difference, eh? That's gonna make a difference. I don't know. He might have a few scotches before the game, you know, and <laughs> no, he'll probably have a few afterwards. That too, yeah. No, I, I. Here's the thing, Mike. I yes, I think the Packers will win. I want the Packers to win. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think their their secondary defense has even their 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 front seven haven't been haven't proven it to me. 
Okay, so, I mean yeah. they have not. They're, they they've made all these other quarterbacks look so good. They're not getting a pass rush on the quarterbacks. You know, uh, I agree and with you. But in the defense, I really think you know they they need help. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, you know the the team there are, there are teams this year that are doing well only because of their defense. You know, I mean, in well, some, the game is always defense, anyways, except for Brady and and Aaron Rodgers, because they can. Aaron Rodgers, them two quarterbacks can score as many points as the other yeah. team has to do. Yeah, and you know what that that was true of the Saints until they hit that wall, that defensive wall that uh, Dallas put up. Well, that's the thing. There, yeah. I mean, they're averaging forty points. They go into Dallas and they only get ten. Yeah, I know. Oh. That was that was that was a huge surprise. Yes, it was huge surprise. That's, that's why sometimes you think that it's a little bit fixed. Sometimes you think that, but uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but sometimes you got to wonder, right? All right, you okay. guys have a nice day. All right, day. thanks for calling, Mike. Bye now. Oh, uh, yeah. 799-1250 is the phone number here if you want to give us a shout-out. What's on your mind, Danny, there? Okay, Tom, let's quiz you here. Oh, I don't want to be quizzed. Do I really have to be quizzed? What's, what's more important for long-range shooting, flat trajectory or mild recoil? Oh, I, I, well, I would, I, I would like them both. Mild recoil by far. <laughs> I would to like hit them at both. long range, you have to shoot with precision, precision, and if you know you're going to get pounded, it's hard to do that. On yep. the other hand, you can easily compensate for a rainbow traje- that, trajectory, right. especially with today's range finders and, yeah. right, and scopes. Yeah, and if you know, yeah, if you know this the is, drop of your bullet at different distances, this yeah. is courtesy of Field and Stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I told you that uh, deer I shot last week, I used the 44 Magnum. Mm-hmm. And I told you it came out at like 80, well, no, about 150 yards away. Right. And then I waited till it got 85 yards. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, you hit a deer in That's... the chest with a 44 Magnum, it, it, it literally knocked it on its back end mm-hmm. and flat onto its back. I got to tell you, Danny, that is a hell of a good shot at 85 yards with a handgun. No, I wasn't using the handgun. I was using the, oh, uh, the rifle. Oh, the 44 Mag rifle. Now, I okay. did shoot oh, okay. a buck several years back uh, with the handgun, yeah. open sights, at 55 yards. That, and that deer. That is a hell of a shot. That one was facing me as well. Yeah. And uh, what happened was it was working its way along the river. And uh, I made the mistake of whistling too soon to stop it. And when I stopped it, it was almost comical. It stopped with its shoulder behind this big giant ash tree. Yeah. And stuck its head out and turned its head to look at me. And it kind of stared looking at me. I was on in a ground blind for, a, for about a minute. And then it was curious. It stepped out, turned, and took a step towards me, looking face, facing me. Yeah. And all I remember is my ears ringing and that deer going down. I, I put it right on the front of the deer, and I hit him right at, right at the base of the neck. Okay. Put him right down. So. Oh, yeah. And then I shot that buck, and then I shot the bear with, with that the handgun, handgun after. Yeah, so yeah. I've taken two shots, and I got one bear and one buck. I'm thinking I'm going to quit on a high note there, Tom. I, th- yeah. I was actually thinking about selling that handgun. Oh, no, don't get rid of it. I don't know. Am I going to use it again? You never know. You might. Accomplish my goal. I shot a buck and a bear yeah, with it. Yeah, you never might. You, who knows? You might want to use it again, maybe on a grizzly. <laughs> Actually, that is my that is my bucket list hunt, Tom. Is that right? A grizzly? And, uh, yeah, and I've uh, researched it. Uh, grizzly skins of Alaska. 
There's a guy named Phil. I I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Phil Schumacher. Yeah. S H O E M A K E R. Uh, he's a him and his family run a outfit up there. I believe it's on Kodiak Island. Uh, he's big time guide up there. Uh, he's a bad dude, man. In fact, there was something I read about a year or so ago where he actually stopped a bear charge with a nine millimeter pistol. Wow. Nailed it like point blank range. I don't know, like eight shots. Yeah. And, and, uh, I think they were just out salmon fishing or something. But uh, he actually encourages hunters, unlike the other ones that want you to bring a, a bazooka, he encourages, encourages you, if you're familiar with your 306 or your 270, mm-hmm. bring that with a good, solid, uh, constructed bullet. He'd rather have you shoot something you're accurate and comfortable with uh, than bring some big magnum that you're going to flinch with. As yeah. long as you're using a good bullet like a Barnes Triple Shock X, a partition, Mm-hmm. Nosler partition bullet, swift A-frame, uh, something like that, solid bullet. Uh, so I'm thinking that uh, that could be my bucket list uh, trip when I retire. In fact, I've actually mm-hmm. got uh, three boxes of 200-grain custom-loaded Nosler partitions sitting in a safe. They're waiting. Waiting. Just waiting for yeah. the day. cost me like 100 bucks just oh, for two really? boxes. Wow. Custom-loaded. You know, uh, <clears throat> I just read recently a couple of uh, bear attacks within the last month or two uh, out west. Uh, you know, one guy had his arm broken when the, the grizzly bit his arm and broke the bone when he bit into it. Um, got a few tears, too. But he got both. Uh, neither one of them was fatal. They both got away, you know, from the deer. Uh, what, the, the, guide, the guide uh, saved the, the one guy, you know, stepped in and started shooting, whatever, you know. But. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, out west, it can it can be a little dangerous. And not just with that, but also with uh, the cougars that are roaming around. And, oh, there was another one a guy told me. He's uh, up in Bayfield County. They got one on their trail cam up there. Cougar? Yeah, yeah. Well, there was, the a, uh, there was another uh, bear story this week, Tom. I, I believe it was up in the Yukon. Uh, Trapper and his uh, wife were up there and 10-month-old son. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he's yeah, working a that. trap line up yeah. there, and he came back to the cabin. The bear charged. He shot and killed it, and then he found his dead wife and baby. Oh, my God. I did not read they that They figured one. that oh. the bear got the wife oh. and baby when they walked outside of the cabin oh. for a walk. That's... On second thought, I'm going to hold on to that 44 Magnum uh, handgun, <laughs> Tom. Even when I go up to my estate in Douglas County. There's black bears and wolves there. Yeah, I can yeah, strap that on to. my side yep, and uh, yep. carry it. Carry it around even with if, you. Uh, and even if I get another bear tag and I'm retired and I go up to you know, start baiting and stuff, mm-hmm. just walking in and out with that on your side even before the season starts. It's like a security blanket. Makes you feel, I've yep. still got uh, six 280 grain Swift A-frame premium Federals that I saved from that bear hunt where I, I shot enough of them to sight in, and then I took one shot and got the bear, and I got six left out of the original box of 20, mm-hmm. and I've saved those just for that purpose. You know, whenever somebody comes uh, over to Sherpers and they're buying some deer ammunition like they were a few weeks ago, and uh, they'll say, well, I'll take a box of that, and I said, don't you need only one? <laughs> and we all laugh about it. Yeah, we, that's what we'd hope. No, right. the customer doesn't. Tommy thinks, oh, yeah, Mr. Smart Guy over there. Yeah. Well, no, actually, one customer said, who do you think I am? 
Danny Bush. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more, folks. Stay tuned. It's 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Speaking of Skipper Buds, you want to get ready for the upcoming season. Now would be a fine time to go check out their Deluxe Alumacraft fishing boats. There's a beautiful one sitting out there right off of, uh, is it Blue Mountain? Silvernail Road. Not, is that Silvernail? Yeah, that they they're, on, Silver? they're on Silvernail. Yeah, but I think they don't they call Okay, I guess Silvernail, where yeah. it hits, connects with Blue Ma- or Moreland. Yeah, connects with Blue Ma- Moreland and Silvernail. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there's a beautiful boat. It's got kind of a reddish, kind of a maroon kind yeah, of a color. Yeah. They've had it sitting out there. I, I like that color. They're asking for that. Yeah, really sharp-looking like boat. I like that color. Yeah. Yeah, so go buy yourself a new Alumacraft. You'll never yeah, have to buy another. Yeah, they got a special another. deal. If you buy one now, they'll store it for you for free over the winter. Right. Yeah. And I would think now would be the time if they got any of the 2018 models left that uh, now would be the time to get one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Probably get a super good deal. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it would be a nice thing to uh, to have waiting for you under the Christmas tree. One no. hell of a Christmas tree. <laughs> now, how about your son? Is he fishing yet, or does he put his boat? His boat's been in storage a while. Well, he's so, done. Yeah. So, hey, we, we got, got a guy whose boat yeah. isn't in storage on That's the line. That's right. Mr. Paul Mahalik. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, buddy. hey are you still fishing the west end of Pewaukee for mooskies? I put the boat away last uh, sat- last Saturday was my last day. Oh, what? Okay. Oh man, I'm falling <laughs> off my chair, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, but uh, that was uh, four days later. I was on the ice. Well, that's where at that segues into oh, our yeah, next question, right, yeah. Paul. How what's going on with the ice fishing? How yeah, do you start? The, the ice isn't real good yet, and with the warm weather now, it's. Uh, I, I advise everybody to stay off. Yeah, stay away from well, it. Yeah. Let me let me ask you though, because you're a multi-species guy, you fish a lot of places. How does your typical season? What's the typical transition in your season? Do you start out for panfish and then go for game fish? Do you start for tip-ups for pi- how? What's your normal plot or pattern? Well, what I usually do is. Uh, Usually, uh, I have to go a little north to find ice. I usually start up on, uh, you know, Beaver Dam or up on Big Green up there. And it's generally panfish, but sometimes if I do the Fox Lake thing early, then we'll set up for pike and walleyes right away, too. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. It depends on on the lake. And you fish uh, Monona Bay a lot, don't you, in the wintertime? I I generally fish it a little bit. I you know, it, it, it's so crowded. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it's always yeah. a zoo there. Back and, uh, in 1990 when I used to go there, it was just yeah, packed. Yeah. And, and, and there's fish to be caught in there, but it's sort of like combat fishing, you know. Oh. Sometimes there's so many so many people in That's there. That's no so, fun, yeah. No, and there's uh, and there's so many other spots, you know. But it, it's a good place to take kids if they, you know, it's an easy walk for the kids. And, yeah. you know, you can get, get a lot of action. But uh, Are you going to be trying for those walleyes on Pewaukee Lake this year? This winter? I, I am definitely going to be trying for those. Yeah. Now, Paul told me a story, Tom, where, like, what, in the 80s, I think it was. Uh, now we're saying how old you are, Paul. 
Uh, in the 80s, he got a pair of 10-pound walleyes out of there on cons- consecutive nights there, correct, wow. Paul? Well, that was back in yeah, that was back in the late seventies. Okay, I got wow. I got a ten and a half and eleven pounder out of there. Wow! And wow. that was off yeah. uh, near the old sports dock, right on the uh, on the west end there, yeah, off that out deep in the, drop? Yeah, out in that deeper basin out there. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and then we went to follow. You know, we caught quite a few walleyes that year, and the next year we, you know, we put our permanent shanty out there again, and. We caught one walleye. <laughs> now, were you were yeah. you doing the all night long fishing, or was this during the day fishing? Yeah, we we uh, we would stay out. Uh, you know, we'd stay out overnight, and you know, I was a lot younger than I could stay. I can't stay up past ten o'clock now. No, I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you yeah, on that. Hard. How about um, mud? I think it's called Mud Lake. It's between. Um, it's between uh, Monona and Wabisa as you cross on the belt line there. A friend of mine right. fished that years ago in just a couple feet of water, and he was out there by himself, literally. Uh, he was unemployed one winter, and he slammed a bunch of big bluegills there. Oh, yeah, and that's a good. That's a, one of the spots I like to hit, too. They got a, they changed the parking arrangement over there, so you, it's a pretty good-sized parking lot, but you got to walk through the marsh and... Uh, it's best to have a fish locator out in there because, you know, you can catch fish there super shallow, but there's like a, they call the dredge hole out there, and it's deeper water. And, uh, and so you got to have a locator and, you know, a spinning reel. And uh, and there's some beautiful uh, bluegills and uh, crappies to be caught out there with a ca- occasional pike or walleye, too. Hey, Paul, something that I ordered this year for Sherpers that I've ne- we haven't had before, I've never seen it before, it's a floral carbon ice line, two, three, and four pound test I got in. Floral, do you think you're going to try any of that floral carbon ice line? I, you know, I, I was uh, reading up on that, and I know there's some ice line out there, and they got, it, it's actually got some marks on the line. Oh, yeah? Uh, I don't know yeah, if this it, does. To mark yeah. depth, you mean? Yeah, so it, it, you know, for the guys that like to sight fish, too, you can see that, uh, little mark in your ice, uh, do a little flinching and catch fish that way. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, well, you know, for years when I was younger and did a lot more ice fishing, uh, we would just take a, a black magic marker or sometimes a red, whatever I had, a red one or a black one, and we would mark the line with that, you know. Uh, sometimes, oh, yeah. it, oh, yeah. sometimes it stayed on good, sometimes it didn't. But, but we, you know, we tried a lot of those different things like that. Let me ask you, Paul, as far as the augers now, because I was looking at some augers uh, in one of the catalogs recently, uh, looking at some of the jiffies, and it looks like they've pretty much all gone to the propane. I've got an old three-horse, 10-inch uh, Tecumseh. Uh, or Tecumseh. Oh, yeah, you got the old Model 30, I think. Yeah, yeah. and that's a kick, yeah. kick butt. In fact, they got a tune-up kit where you can actually get a hotter, a better spark plug than the original one recommended comes with the plug and the special oil and that thing's running like a top now mm-hmm. but i mean have you do you have a propane auger or what are you I what did are, not, you know and and i you know I, I do quite a bit of fishing so i talked to the guys at jiffy and they said not, not to take anything away from the propane augers you know they're a little lighter but i got myself a four scope where you know you just the oil's in there already all i gotta do is add gas and that thing runs like a top and, you know, I've seen uh, what's really getting big right now in ice augers are the electric ones, where they have the built-in batteries and that. That's oh, getting real oh, yes. big, the electric ones. But you know what else is still very popular is people, guys will buy a Nimrod. That's the attachment that goes on the lower half of your of your manual auger, and they just right. pop their drill onto it. 
And I got one of. I yeah. don't have a. I I got a laser, a five inch laser yeah. that I put on my Dewalt drill. Yeah, put I've it on your drill for. Oh my God! It, oh, I know. Uh, it goes through. Uh, you can you can drill a lot of holes. Yeah, you, guys would be surprised how many drills. I mean, how many holes they can drill with one battery charge on their twenty. Let's say a twenty amp battery or eighteen volt battery. Yeah, twenty volt. Eight, uh, 18 call, or 20 call me old school guys but i'm kind of like with you paul as far as uh i didn't realize they made a four stroke uh and i got a four stroke uh yamaha on my boat and that's beautiful mm-hmm. right. i kind of like the old gas you know engine yeah, I, and like i tell guys how many guys are gonna go and empty a tank full of gas i think i filled my tank up last you know my gas tank on my auger maybe four times right and, and that and, and you know the gas cap you know they it you know, you got a good cap on there. They don't leak. And, no. it's, uh, and you know, it depends what somebody wants. You know, the propane is nice, but, uh, you know, a guy that does a lot of fishing, you know, I'd look at, uh, I'd look at that four-stroke. And it also helps me accomplish my goal of contributing as much as possible to global warming. <laughs> there you go. Or, excuse me, climate change. Yeah, yeah. Cause I want to maximize there, my green yeah. imprint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we want to contribute to global warming. We, we want to see a little bit of that. <laughs> I'll be dead. Hey, well, Paul, Paul, thanks for taking a few minutes yeah, with thanks. us. We thanks, do appreciate Paul. it. Stay safe and, there, and buddy. Paul, what's what's your phone number for people to call you if they want to go out, book a trip for next year? Do you guide uh, in the wintertime, too? Oh, I do. Okay, I what's do. the phone number? It's 414-520-0542. All right, and if people uh, didn't get that, they can always email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com, and I can always mail it to them, so... Email it to him. All right, thanks, Paul. Okay, you guys, take it easy. Okay, you too. Bye now. Bye-bye. Uh, that was Paul Mahalik. This is your round. Good guy. Known him for years. Don All right, De- Danny. Don the muskie hunter caught a couple nice muskies with them. Yeah, uh, he did. He got those pictures. Thanks, yep. Don. Yep, he did. He certainly did. All right. Well, Danny, that's all I got for this week. I guess we'll have to wait till next week to talk about some other stuff. Das ist alles für heute. That's all I got. Yeah, all right. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's Christmas, guys. Go out, do something nice for somebody today. We'll talk to you all next week. But tell